Hello, it's Gpaw. Because microtest TDD is more a way of geeking than a technique or a received body of knowledge, building one's faculties is a long and sometimes perilous effort. Let's talk about learning. I want to approach the questions of learning TDD in some ways that are a little different from others I've seen. I've written two TDD curricula myself and am involved currently in helping with two more. I see all of them, including the current ones, as hmm, interesting failures. At first, learning, teaching, TDD seems like a road. Then over time, it seems to become a tree, and ultimately, it feels much more like a, a spreading activation network, including lots of external triggers, plateau periods, and transformative experiences. I'm open to the possibility that this is what any judgment-centric skill looks like, but for now, I just want to talk about TDD. We work in a trade with a very fragile culture, dominated by badging, compartmentalization, rule sets, and the giving of orders. Developing one's judgment, nuance, experimentalism, and vision is quite difficult in such a culture. The system's not malevolent, it's just reacting, as all systems do, when exposed to powerful environmental force. In this case, it's the reaction to mind-blowing growth in demand. I worry, though, that it's anaphylactic, an immune system running amok. During the early stages of learning TDD, there are some pretty definitive lessons to be mastered, and they tend to go in a fairly simple sequence for learners. You gotta learn the tool, how to run one, some, or all, how to find the tests for the thing you're working on, what failed tests look like, how to decide whether the test is right or the code is right. You gotta learn how to write a test for code that's A, simple, and B, already there. Sometimes we skip that step and go straight to how to write tests for code that's A, simple, and B, not yet written. I personally think that's a bad skipping, but others disagree. You gotta learn to write a whole class or function by working red-green refactor in a steady rhythm. We usually do this by offering small exercises, what we mistakenly, in my pedantic view, call katas. Right around here, if you're learning from strong sources, you'll encounter your first awkward collaborator problems. Situations where the language or the library or your own code presents a barrier to easy testability, and you start having to be clever. This is the beginning of the tree-shaped part of the learning. It is also, sadly, the end of most formal TDD education. Here's your badge. Go over that wall and face the Bosch. Remember, kid, it's easy. Red, green, refactor. Red, green, refactor. Red, green, refactor. Why the tree? Because there are lots of ways for a collaboration to be awkward, and correspondingly, lots of ways to de-awkward the things. Why the sadly? If you haven't learned some of these ways, you're going to try to TDD while ignoring that awkwardness. This is just about exactly the wrong thing to do and it will nearly always result in you eventually giving up in despair and declaring TDD a fraud. You don't have to learn them all, you have to learn some of them, and you have to learn that there are more of them where those came from, because it will sustain your confidence when you don't already see the way home that there is one, you just haven't found it yet. Crossing into the branches successfully has been, for me and I think for many others, a matter of some luck in two factors. First the order in which the variant problems are presented to us. Second, the quality of our four mentors. More about this second one in a minute. 
Getting experience in these branches is how your sense of feel starts really going. To quote Rita Mae Brown, good judgment comes from experience and experience comes from bad judgment. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that learning TDD is impossible without using your real keyboard to solve real, though modest, problems on a regular basis using TDD. The challenge? Most of us work in code bases that only have very simple problems or insanely complex ones. Sample lessons from the branching part. Can't test it here? Move it there where you can test it and just use it here. If I pass the supplies instead of the supplier, I could test this. If I had a host and two peers instead of a boss and a worker, that would be more testable. Finally, the learning goes from feeling tree-shaped to feeling like a spreading activation network. You've got enough time and seen enough problems and answers that you work mm, cross-branch. You, you take what you learned when you faced a database and you see that it will work on a promise flow. You take the trick you learned in Java and you try it out in JavaScript. And more and more, you're gaining preemptive awareness. You worry less and less about testing a design and more and more about designing testably. Flows of fad, some good, some bad, come from outside to trigger the spread. New tech, a new framework, some crazy woman who claims that the Frobisher system eliminated 99.999% of her team's defects in 20 minutes on a Thursday morning. You'll try lots of tools and techniques, discard most of them, keep some in the belt for limited cases, and bring others into your daily practice. They, in turn, will lead you to still others to try. It's a lot, road to tree to network, and it doesn't happen overnight. In the rooms, we say time takes time. It's a way of saying what Euclid said, there is no royal road to geometry. So how do you begin? I intend to talk soon about a lot of different things to learn about and try with TDD, but before we even go there, I'm going to make a very odd recommendation. Start by looking around for your four mentors, a pole star, a rabbi, a teacher, and a swim buddy. A pole star is someone up near the top of all this. You'll likely think of them as famous, maybe even use the dreaded term thought leader. They're mostly just big fish in a small pond, a fact that most of them know very well. You can use your pole star as a source of energy and ideas. These people, I fill the role for some, are passionate and noisy. We're not all right all the time. We throw out ideas and puzzle through them. We share what it's like being good at something, but not good enough. Some candidates. I won't use tags as I hate big tag blocks myself. Ron Jeffries, Kent Beck, Joe Rainsberger, Liz Keough, Ted Young, Emily Beige. There are others too. Find one with a genial style for you, some chemistry, and follow what they say and do. A rabbi, the term comes from, of all the damn things, the world of law enforcement, is someone who can help your learning by giving you the time and space to make it possible. It's usually someone in your org that has more weight than you and is willing to back your learning. The truth is that you're going to have to learn TDD while you have a day job. A rabbi can help you do this. They're not experts or teachers, at least not of TDD. Rather, they're supporters and enablers. Rabbis don't care about technique, they care about your growth. A teacher is someone who's up for showing you the ropes. 
Teachers love making and sharing experiences with their students. They do care about technique, and they have some of it, and they want you to have it. The best teachers are the ones who love questions and the ones who know eight different ways to get at the same idea. The very best ones are often only a chapter or two ahead of you in the book. Teachers might be paid or they might not, or it might be indirect. Some poll stars are teachers, it varies, but it can be tricky. Learning means changing one's vision and vocabulary. The seeing and the saying can be quite different between a master practitioner and a noob. A swim buddy is someone you know personally who's learning the same stuff you are at the same time, or very close. Swim buddies help you pace yourself. They help you learn the questions you're not asking. They help you make the learning sticky. They're also a source of fun. An invaluable service of swim buddies, combining and softening the ebb and flow of energy. Uh, swim buddies give you energy when you need it, and they gather it from you when they need it. So look around. Find your pole star, your rabbi, your teacher, and your swim buddy. That's how you really begin to learn TDD, and possibly any other complex skill. You don't have to decide on them today, and no such decision is binding anyway. But get started on it, yeah? Attend carefully, by the way, to chemistry, and be prepared, A, to shop around until it fits, and B, to grieve a little when it's time, as it inevitably is, to move on. I have a whole lot more to say about learning TDD and a lot of lessons in my head that I haven't seen presented elsewhere. We'll get to all that, but I think we're done for now. A road, a tree, a spreading activation network. Microtest TDD is a way of geeking. It's not a technique or an add-on or an algorithm. It's an approach, and it's highly dependent on the development of your judgment and experience. Start your learning by looking for your four mentors. I'm Jeepaw. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, the Change Harvesting Camarada, an informal gathering of change harvesters, is open. Come to jeepawhill.org slash camarada and check it out. Join today. The first 50 yearly members get a personal consultation with me, Jeepaw. Thanks.